Bodega, 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 Alpha and Omega. <coughs> Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. So wing about a serving platter. Hey, hey Jamie. Yes. Uh, did uh, did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh yeah. Let's see. Uh, you could say big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That one. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Detector test. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive today. The marmot mangled by mushu pork pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Surprise, surprise, we're back midweek. I know it doesn't happen too often. Uh, considering we missed a couple of Mondays. But yes, I must uh, tell you, wherever the strategy group meets for F1, we meet for F1. In fact, we mo- meet a little more often. Far more often. Far, far more often. <laughs> the name is Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor, both on this side of the computer. You're on the other side of the listening. Inside Line F1 podcast with a fresh podcast midweek this week because we wanted to talk about the strategy group meeting. Now, tell you what the strategy group meeting is. Well, heads of all the teams meet FI. FI makes the rules for Formula 1 and racing. Uh, the strategy group, well, they own the teams and run the team. So, everybody comes together to make Formula 1 more entertaining, exciting, Overtake friendly? I don't know what they do. <laughs> they probably enjoy the coffee mm-hmm. and they decide when to meet next. <laughs> and the only thing they've agreed upon yet mm-hmm. is to ban a change in helmet design. Thank God. Not something which is very significant to racing, but still, well, if they agree on something, I'm still, it's a great hurrah because they've reached the first clause yeah, yeah. in the agreement. Some teams are very unhappy with the meeting. Some teams are very happy with the meeting. What is the common thing that has come out of the meeting? Well, I, for starters, am extremely unhappy with the composition of the group itself Mm -hmm. because they have the top five teams, the guys who get paid to race in Formula 1 and then the next best team in this case being Force India. Okay, So, there are six seats Mm -hmm. which are occupied by the teams, Mm -hmm. then six seats by the FIA and six seats by the FOM. So, these 18 people come together and vote on how to make the sport better. Now, the funny part here is A, the teams are not fully represented and B, nobody has spoken to the fans on what the fan actually wants from the sport. What does a fan want? Fan wants overtaking. Fan wants uh, fast cars. Fan wants uh, controversies to a certain extent. And simple technology terms. I mean, today you have curves and ERS and DRS and so many other things. You get confused. Yes. MGUK, MGUA. They sound like universities. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, well, the problem still remains... Are the tyres going to be conserved because Pirelli said, oh, if we have to supply so many tyres, if they get to choose tyres, we don't know if we can do that. Michelin said, Michelin said, okay, we'll do it. No problem. We got the money. You know, I, I don't know, Rishi, because at the end of the day, the one thing the strategy group has agreed upon, mm. okay, is that A, we need tyres to go racing mm-hmm. and B, we need wider rear tyres, which is good in my view because that will help cars to go quicker. What I don't understand is when the wide tyres you know, start giving you great traction. The front end is still loose. We're still struggling for the front end grip because of dirty air. How's it going to work out? Well, that's all down to aerodynamics, which A, hasn't been clarified and B, will never be clarified. <laughs> okay. But let's, the one thing I agree with is at least what the strategy group met, you know, the objective as to why they met. They want the cars to go at least 10 seconds quicker in the next couple of seasons. Which is brilliant because that's when you know that the cars are being driven to the limit. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at it this way. 
Fernando Alonso, our good friend, who doesn't have much of racing to do these days, <laughs> he spent time thinking about <laughs> where Formula One has gone wrong. Yeah, he's turned around and said that a we've gone in the wrong direction. B, we've gone slower in the last ten years. Okay, you know that's the same, same, same uh, uh, story of McLaren in the last two years. <laughs> wrong direction, slower. <laughs> well, at least they've not gone reverse. Trust me, the sport is somewhere gone reverse. Okay, but refueling to return, the big news is refueling, refueling, refueling. The refueling ban is going to go away. It's going to come back. Of course, it's going to make the cars faster. But is it cost effective? Is it going to be team friendly? You know, it's a, it's a catch twenty two for you and I mm. as very avid Formula One buffs. Refueling is a great tactical addition to our strategy. Correct. Suddenly you pit for 6 seconds, I pit for 12 seconds and whatever comes in the way. But for new fans, no, absolute no. It's not what's needed because the fan is expecting overtaking to happen on the track. Mm-hmm. Here, what happens is because somebody's taken more fuel, he'll drive slow and he'll overtake in the pits. Mm-hmm. Okay. We anyways have overtaking based on tyre strategy right now. So, Correct. I'm not for refueling. You know, refueling being banned and the fact that all the teams were on the same fuel load fuel load was the only unifying and common factor in Formula yeah, 1 right yeah, now, yeah. which is suddenly gone away. Absolutely. And to add to that, the unsafe measures that come along the way. The fires that come along the way. Absolutely. And, you know, given all the technology still, uh-huh. we saw what happened to Massa and his team in Singapore and what's happened to Jos Verstappen before and so many other drivers. Uh-huh. Of course, they've come out unscathed. But why do you want to put on, I mean, why do you want to make the sport daredevilry by adding refueling to the whole situation? Okay, the whole situation is also not answering how we're going to, you know, get cars close to each other. Because when the cars come close to each other, the front end of the car, uh, you know, the car that is trailing in the slipstream, you know, suddenly uh, doesn't have the front end grip, the tires are getting dirty, etc, etc. That is still to be addressed. Good point, because that, to me, the mechanical grip is most crucial, Rishi. To make sure that we have entertaining action on track. But every change that we talk about is a technical change, is a regulation change, is a rules change. None of this actually makes the sport more popular. Yes, absolutely. What we need is marketing-driven changes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, a, a marketer could argue with me that, you know, if the product is not proper, mm-hmm. how can you go ahead and market the product? But hey, guess what? The product of Formula 1 has never been proper. Mm-hmm. We see rule changes every four to five years. Mm-hmm. You know, has there been any focus on getting it back in the driver's hand with reducing those 22 buttons on the steering wheel and actually going on pure gut feel that if I have the grip, I will go for the overtaking move? I wish they do that. I don't think that was discussed or at least that's not public. But what is becoming public, again, which is very, very, very uh, disturbing is the whole concept of customer cars, is the whole concept of bringing a third car in, etc. Which to me is where the future of Formula 1 lies or does not lie. Quick uh, instruction, Nakunal. What is a customer car and what is a constructor's car? Okay. Uh, Very clearly put, a customer car is where you purchase technology Mm -hmm. from a manufacturer team. For example, if I'm Lotus and if I don't have the money to make my own car, so I'll buy the chassis from McLaren, I'll buy the gearbox from McLaren, I'll take the engine, I'll put it all together. All I need is some aerodynamics on the car. Yes, absolutely. So that becomes a customer car. Mm. Basis, today's regulations, there are limits to what a team can purchase. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is why, uh, you know, a Lotus buys a, a Mercedes engine. Mm. Okay, but going forward, you could actually buy the entire car, what we used to call a rolling chassis in the earlier years. Correct. From a uh, 
manufacturer bukran doesn't that it make makes things easy i don't have an engine i have some limited money i just buy an engine from someone else put it in my car and go racing it makes a lot of sense financially mm-hmm. competitiveness wise i don't know how good a solution this is because williams has already complained this year that they don't know if they have the exact same engine as mercedes but so the same thing could happen then as well that you know a customer team could end up purchasing technology but not get the latest technology in which case they may not be able to compete with the team that they purchase from okay and to me that's what is a bit of a problem i mean you and i remember jordan for his dare devilry mm-hmm. force india has got podiums and you know has has got pole positions on their own might lotus still a few years back were winning despite their financial troubles this is all merit based this is all merit based this is because they were building the entire car by themselves mm-hmm. now suddenly you tell them that hey because you can't have you can't afford building a car by yourselves you buy a car somebody else has built is somewhere taking away their competitiveness as well So I don't understand what the strategy group is doing. They're just trying to make the top five happy, and they're also giving a message that if you have the money to run run an F1, you only run an F1. If you don't have the money, then well, you will be an uncompetitive car. You will be competing with four other lower teams, and you'll be having a championship of your own, which don't nobody cares about. Yeah, you know, I personally am uh, very upset with the way the strategy group has handled the current situation. So they were actually going to meet to understand how to bring down costs. which hasn't happened bringing back refueling only adds to the cost mm-hmm. they were going to meet to understand how to distribute income more equally which nobody spoke about correct okay here in fact they have turned around and said that hey if one of you drops off the grid you know a ferrari or a mercedes or a red bull will run a third car which will make up for the loss of uh, you know cars on the grid so mm-hmm. they basically tried to make themselves very important and make the midfield teams less important The second thing they said is hey if you still want to be on the grid you can choose to be a constructor and bleed money like you're currently doing or the only way out is you buy out a customer chassis from me so it's basically not respecting all the efforts a sauber has put in all these years to become who they are i mean today they are as legendary as probably a williams they may not have won as much but they've been around for as long but somebody who's been around for very long and he's he's got a big mouth much bigger than ours actually is eddie irvine and he's made a very valid point here okay and i really respect the guy for what he said it's kind of funny but he said it's quite simple when i go fishing i don't like getting 300 fishes in a day that's not going to be entertaining if i get that one good fish in a day one full day of fishing i'm going to be very happy and excited about it he's tried equating this to overtaking in formula 1 wow. if it comes in too easy which means it's not worth it it's not dif- because it's difficult it comes in once in a while Correct. so that's it's all right if you don't have a lot of overtaking versus this drs and the curves and the urge which is artificial i'm going to ask you a question and mm. i know what the answer is and i know what you're going to say but what comes to your mind when i when i say the words hakkinen zonta and schumacher <laughs> oh god oh god oh god yes exactly that's that's <laughs> that's enough for a formula 1 fan now can you imagine had that move been made under a drs zone Correct. would you have remembered and would you have remembered god as many times i'll tell you what happens because michael was behind zonta and zonta was a lap car michael and hakkinen would have both got drs they would have both opened the flaps <laughs> and it would have been looked uh, it would have looked a little manufactured actually absolutely but you know going back to eddie irvine's sorry eddie jordan's point mm. okay is a quick look back at the monaco grand prix which we spoke about in the podcast earlier as well about verstappen about hamilton mm-hmm. these guys were trying to make a battle out of nothing mm-hmm. okay the fact that they were battling made us happy 
So even to a Formula One fan, as long as we are able to promise battles to them, mm-hmm. they are okay if it doesn't yield in an overtake. Because even a good defense is fun to watch. Yes, and if you're on the edge of your seat all the time, and if the overtaking doesn't happen, you are enjoying it for longer. Even more, which happens in MotoGP all the time, and that's Absolutely. why it's very entertaining. It doesn't need so many rule changes. Absolutely. So all the strategy group has done mm-hmm. is they have given you and me more dope to make for fun of them and the sport. And that's why we may make an extra podcast midweek. <laughs> you know, you and I should be in the strategy group. Uh, um. Okay. We'll plan better sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll bring back the great girls. Is it? <laughs> oh. Oh, I love them. I miss them. I'll tell you what they'll do next. Yes. They will ban the grid girls. Then when the viewership of the sport declines further, they'll bring back the grid girls to try and resurrect the sport's viewership. You do understand when the grid girls are banned, you and I get new jobs. (laughs) Let's make CVs in bikinis. (laughs) Right, Kiraljha Rishi Kapoor. Now, uh, bowing out of this podcast, we have a lot of uh, stuff to talk about pre-Canada. Uh, yes, we'll be having the same tire compounds. I don't know how it's going to yield out, but the history of Canada is quite rich and Hamilton loves that track. Rosberg needs a couple of very strong races to be mentally in the game. He's now just 10 points away. What is it going to look like? Rishi Kapoor, Kunal Shah get together for the Inside Line F1 podcast every week and sometimes twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> Man laughs. What's up? It's Sierra, new member and ambassador for WW Weight Watchers Reimagined. Since joining, I feel healthier and more confident than ever. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, gives you more of what you need to lose weight, like tools to help boost your mindset, get you moving, and plan meals based on what you have on hand. Plus, over 300 zero-point foods you don't have to track. The new MyWW Plus, more holistic, more personalized, more weight loss. Join today with a limited time offer at WW.com.